Welcome to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. In this podcast, financial planner Peter Raskin helps families and business owners understand and prepare for their wealth journey. Along the way, thoughtful and detailed planning can provide clarity and confidence as clients confront a multitude of financial decisions. Listen in as Peter shares stories and insight into people's wealth journeys. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Wealth is in the Details with Peter Raskin from Raskin Planning Group. Good morning, Peter. How are you? I'm great, Eric. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. And and uh, I'm so excited about today's podcast because it's something that's near and dear to me. Um, you, you've titled this, Invest in Yourself, Hire a Coach. And I'm a huge believer in, in coaching and coaches. Uh, and I know that today's guest is Kevin Poland from the Renaissance Group, correct? That's right. I'm very excited to have him here. Yeah. And, and I know that you and I've talked a lot about investing as part of a financial planning process. But in today's podcast, you're talking about hiring a coach because you, like you said, it's investing in yourself. So tell me more about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, I, I give you my perspective. Uh, I, I just feel like I've been so lucky in, in so many ways. And one of those ways is that I've always been surrounded by people that, that make me feel like they want me to succeed. And I think that's just so important uh, as, as we're growing up. Uh, so, you know, let's start with my parents and grandparents, you know, they were, they were, they were definitely there. And uh, thank goodness my, my dad's still with us and he still makes me feel that way. So mm. I've, I've been blessed in, in, in that way. And then, you know, friends and teachers, and, and I always played sports as a kid. And, and, and frankly, I, I had, for the most part, just great coaches, you know, from, from elementary school through college. So, you know, again, that's luck. Uh, and then I think my, my wife has been, you know, she's certainly my best supporter. And, and, and although um, like a lot of uh, men, I may not always take her advice, um, but she's definitely my best coach. And uh, in, in business, I've always had, had mentors and, and associates that, that su offered support and, and, and want me to succeed. So you add all that up over you know, my lifetime and it, it, it's made a huge difference. Mm -hmm. and, and as I think about my, the last you know, basically 12, 15 years, it's, I, I've been blessed with a great business coach. And you know, so 12 years ago, I, I, I felt like I needed something new to help me grow the business. And, and I decided at that point that I needed, I needed some help, a professional, and, and whose job was to really help me meet my business objectives. And frankly, it's been one of the best business decisions, decisions I've ever made. Uh, and so Kevin Poland uh, and I speak weekly. And, and, and after a conversation just a few weeks ago, I, you know, I thought, I got to have Kevin on as, as my, as a guest, yeah. you know, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know why I didn't have him on earlier, but uh, you know, I just felt like my listeners would, would, would really benefit from, from a conversation with Kevin and uh, you know, he's been instrumental in, in my business life. So Kevin, uh, welcome to wealth is in the details. Well, thank you, Peter. It's, it's an honor to be here. I really, I really appreciate the, uh, the invitation. Absolutely. So, so uh, Kevin, tell our listeners about the, the Renaissance Group and, and how and, and why you work with, with people, business owners like myself. 
Sure. Yeah, we are a, a business coaching and consulting firm. We work primarily with small businesses, uh, small businesses specifically that are owner operated, owner dependent. Most of the most of our clients, they're very successful, but they're stuck somewhere. The owner is frustrated with. Um, you know, something about their business. Uh, primarily, a lot of times it is around growth. And so that's what we'll focus on is, is business growth. Um, our core services are what we call business owner coaching that most people usually refer to simply as business coaching. We also do strategic planning facilitation. We'll facilitate one or two day strategic retreats for small business owners. And over the last, I'd say three to five years, we've added uh, leadership coaching, primarily for small business leaders who aren't the owners. A lot of times we'll work with, as we help a company grow, we'll help the other leaders within the owners in addition to the, uh, in, besides the owners, in, you know, in addition, helping them to develop the leadership and, and management skills they need. That's, that's great. And, and so, so how would you define business coaching? What is it? Okay, great question. Well, we, we think of it as a process that helps the business owner both define and, and, and kind of clarify their definition of success and then help them achieve it. The way we do that is through skill development, working on some of the skills that are missing, some of those leadership and management skills, providing ongoing feedback, and then holding them accountable. You know, one of the important things to, to think about when we talk about helping them, you know, reach their levels of success is, you know, success means different things to different business owners. In general, most definitions do revolve around some type of pursuit of more, you know, more customers, more revenue, more profits, those types of things. You know, so while, while they're, they're all necessary and important part of the business ownership, a lot of times we feel that's, that's not a, um, the best path to success. And, and the most fulfilling thing for the owner. So at the Renaissance Group, we work a lot in helping them not only grow their business more, more revenues, but also more life. We want to make sure that the business is the vehicle to help them attain more life, not just, you know, have the business suck the life out of them. So one of, one of the starting points we work on as part of our business coaching is to start with what we call the primary aim you know, helping them be clear on what their definition of success in the personal side of the business. And then that gives this idea of, of having a purpose of what the business could be used for. So then we can go to work on the business to help them uh, get their definition of more life. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, there's, there's so, so much, um, there's a correlation between what, what you do for a business owner and what we do for, for our personal uh financial planning clients and and it really starts with a process uh at least that's the way it it it, it is it, it it appears to me so it's the process that drives your relationships with the business owner and it's the process that drives our relationship with with our clients right right it, kevin wh wh why would uh, a successful business owner hire a business coach you know what 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 problem does the does the coach solve? Yeah, great question. Obviously, um, success creates different types of problems uh, for business owners. So the ones we work with, we typically see the problems fall into three different buckets. Um, you know, typically they're, they'll have some type of time problems, people problems, 
or money problems slash like cash flow. So, you know, time problems you'll, you'll usually will be described in terms of things like I feel overwhelmed. Uh, there's not enough time in the day to get everything done. My people are overwhelmed. My business is running me versus I'm running my business. And of course, one of the, the bigger ones is what most people call that, um, you know, work-life balance. But basically, a lot of small business owners have no life outside of their business. They don't have time to take vacations. And for the ones who do, they feel guilty about their vacations and they're, they're always thinking about work. So a lot of, a lot of the problems we solve are around time problems. The next biggest one is people problems. Small business owners have a lot of difficulty getting people to do what they're supposed to do. So that's what you'll hear things like that. Uh, my people don't finish the work they're supposed to do in a timely manner. They make too many mistakes. They don't do the work the way I would like to do it. And then the other the other thing that uh, small business owners I hear a lot is I don't like managing people. So, so a lot of people problems. <laughs> Does that sounds familiar, Peter. <laughs> like, uh, and then again, depending on the industry, you know, it could be money problems. So although successful financially, a lot of them don't feel based, especially based on you know, connected to the time thing, based on the number of hours they put into the business, they don't feel they're as successful as they should be. And so there, there could be, depending on your business, also some cash flow issues, um, you know, to keep the business growing, uh, maybe business valuations. They're, they're not, the business isn't as worth it as much as they thought it was. I know, you know, as your firm is, has evolved over the years, you're doing more exit planning with business owners. And I think a lot of times they're surprised at what their business is really worth. It's usually less than that they thought. So, so those are some of the money problems. You know, one, one quick thing, about these, a lot of these things, time, money, and people are more symptoms than actual causes. So these are the things the business owners will talk to us about. But what we found is the true problem that we solve, what, what really is the root cause is that the business in general is too dependent on the owner um, themselves or a few key people. And that owner usually is doing the wrong type of work in their business. What's keeping them stuck, what's preventing them from growing is what, what's missing from their small business. And usually it's the leadership and management work required to, to get their business to grow. So the real problem we're solving is, is number one, is teaching businesses to do the right, the business owner to do the right work when they are in the business and to make the business less dependent on the owner. So it, so it does have the ability to grow if that's what the owner's choice is. Yeah, I see that as such. Those are such huge issues, and and we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, I'm sure as as we as we continue the conversation, uh, could could you describe this process of of business coaching? You know, how, how does it work? What, what's it look like? Okay, great. Um, you know, for us, we meet virtually with our clients. You know, typically two to three times per month. Um, and what we'll do is we try and break up what we're working on into small doable chunks. And we'll work on one specific item per meeting because what we find is the most important thing is to make sure that the business owner is actually implementing the ideas that they're learning. And so we have a framework for growing a business that we use as part of our coaching program. And what we like to do is we like to think about, you know, what's missing from the business. So we'll evaluate where the business, where the business is today. 
And what we'll notice is there are things that are missing from the business. There are certain strategies that are missing, certain systems that are missing, and certain uh, people are missing from the business. And so what we, what we do is we break the business up into what we call the seven centers of management attention. And we'll look at the fundamentals in each one of those. Uh, they are leadership, management, marketing, lead generation, lead conversion, customer experience, and finance. So, so just to give you a quick specific, a typical meeting. So, so maybe during a meeting, we're going to work on the business owner with the business core values. What we'll do is we'll share the Renaissance Group's tool for helping the business uncover their business core values. I'll explain it to the business owner, answer any of their questions, and then they'll have some homework. They'll go and work either by themselves or with their team. They'll come up with their business core values. And then in the next meeting, we'll go over those core values, um, make sure that they're clear on what they are for them, but also how they're going to use them in the future. So I, I think, you know, if, if I'm explaining this correctly to your audience, think of it as almost like compound interest. We're working on little things, one piece at a time that might not feel like they're, it, it's definitely our program is not a quick fix. You know, we're making gradual small steps to getting them where they want to go. Does, does that help? Does that um, explain? And obviously you've, we've worked together, Peter, so maybe you can put your point of view on this, but does that help? Oh, definitely. You know, I, I think there are a couple of things that, that are, were so important to me as we started our, our, our coaching relationship was that uh, it, 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 it broke it down into manageable chunks of, of, uh, of activities. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, I needed to do it all in one fell swoop. It took a long time and it took an effort, but it was manageable. And then uh, it was also having someone there who, kept me accountable for, for actually working through the process. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and I tell you, that was, that was really vital. I, I, I think that was very helpful because it, it was attainable. I could be successful through this process because uh, we were meeting, you know, the two or three times a month and, and, and you gave me time to get it done. And so it was, it was really a, um, a beneficial experience, and it still is. Kevin, Kevin, uh, that, that's fantastic. Uh, could you could you give us just a little uh, a sense of of how you got into business coaching? Sure, sure. It was uh, totally by accident. <laughs> um, I was I was an engineer for a pharmaceutical company in New Jersey when my wife got a really fantastic job offer in Tampa, Florida. Uh, so we decided to give it a shot. To my surprise, I had this very uh, Northeast uh, point of view about the world. I didn't realize that in Florida, they have something called sunshine dollars. They believe that um, the weather is so nice, they don't have to pay you a lot of money. <laughs> so um, I couldn't, in a sense, find a job, at least find a job that would pay me what I wanted. So like most people who leave corporate America, I started my own business and became a consultant. Um, and, you know, like every small business owner, I was doing everything myself, you know, the chief cook and bottle washer thing. And, and one of the things I did was make the sales calls. And I happen to have a sales call in Orlando, which is you know, roughly an hour from Tampa. And so I like to use that time to do some education. And, and if you remember, so this was the late 90s. Uh, there were no podcasts available to educate people like yours, Peter. Uh, what we remember in those old days, what we used to do was listen to cassette tapes in, in our car. 
And uh, if you remember that Nightingale Conant, um, they used to have a, a plan where they'd send you the tapes for, I can't remember if it was 14 days or 30 days. And you had a choice whether, you know, to, to keep them or send them back. If you, if you kept them, they charge you. If you send them back, they didn't. So a set of tapes were sitting on a table and, and my wife, Jody said, Hey, are you going to listen to those tapes or should I send those back? And they were by this, this small business expert called Michael Gerber. And I said, well, I got an hour drive. I might as well listen to it. And, and to be honest, those tapes, you know, changed my life. Um, I was listening to this guy. I had never heard of him because I came from the big business world, but Michael Gerber was this expert at small business. And this was a recording of one of his live events. And what he was, he was kind of, he has a unique presentation style. He was yelling and screaming, not in a, not in a bad way. I don't know if you've ever heard him speak, Peter, but like in a positive way, talking about what he was calling the e-myth, which is the entrepreneurial myth. And he's saying that most small businesses don't work, the owners do. And because the owner is working in their business, they're doing the wrong type of work. And, and, he, and, and I was just amazed at what he was talking about. And everything he said made sense. He's talking about that most small businesses, this e-myth, most small businesses are started not by what we believe to be entrepreneurs, but by technicians suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. In other words, it's a person who has some type of technical skill and they're good at it. And it probably goes something like this. You know, they're, they're working in someone else's business doing some type of technical work. And then one day it hits them. Maybe they're at work and their boss yells at them for something. Maybe they're sitting in traffic either on the way home or the way to work. It, it suddenly hits them that they hate their job. They can't stand their boss. They say, you know, any dummy can run a business. I'm working for one. And once they start to listen to that voice, they decide to open up, you know, their own business, you know, hang their own shingle. And that's what Gerber's talking about, this technician suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. The accountant opens up an accounting practice. Obviously, the lawyer opens up a legal practice. The, the poodle clipper opens up a poodle clipping business. So they start to run a business that does this technical work, and yet they never learned how to run a business. And so what he was saying is they make this mistake of working in their business rather than on their business. And they never put in the systems, the strategies, the processes to get the business to run themselves. And so I was amazed by what he was saying because I was making all the same mistakes myself. And so what I ended up doing is I actually bought his book, The, the E-Myth Revisited. I read it and I called them and I asked them if they were hiring consultants because my business wasn't working out the way I planned. I'd love to be a consultant for them. And they said, no, but what we will do is license our coaching system to you. So that's how I got into coaching. I ended up licensing the, the Gerber method that they called a certified EMIT consultants. And I was, I believe part of the second group ever to be certified as EMIT consultants. And that's, and that's how I got into to business coaching. It, it's when I, I, I met you uh, the first time in, uh, in Las Vegas, and uh, you you spoke to a group of, of financial advisors like like myself, and um, it was the first I had ever heard of of, of E-Myth. And one of the things you you did uh, as as I hired you was send me the book, and it also changed my world. It was it's it's a great read, and I I would recommend it for anyone, whether you're in, whether you own a business or not. It's a it's mm -hmm. a really transferable uh, concept that I think is so, so important for so many, for, for lots of different aspects of life. Right. right. 
What was it? Do you remember what was the part that resonated most with you? Um, I, I think the, the, the important part was that you need systems and processes mm -hmm. so that others, other people can help you build your business. Right. Good. Yeah. And, and then it wasn't just my internal knowledge. I had to impart that information and that system and process that I had, I had, you know, built over, over 25 years of just working in the business, be, being working in the business. Mm -hmm. It was all in my head and I needed to help people understand that there are systems and processes that, that'll get that, that, that need to be implemented on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. Good. So it, it worked for me. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I think that's a great story and I thank you for sharing it. Um, do you have any other, uh, other specific stories you can share? Cause I think that's people love our listeners love, love stories like that. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I think, and one of our earliest um, success stories actually came from your industry as well, Peter, from financial services. Um, I was doing a series of uh, presentations uh, for a, a broker dealer called Raymond James, uh, their top advisor group, and and two advisors from from one of my presentations approached me saying they they are part of a six partner practice in Chicago, and they were also struggling trying to figure out what their next stage of growth was. And so I met with these all six of all six of the partners. We ended up doing a strategic retreat for them. And what we discovered, you know, what what was holding them back was they were really six individuals running six small businesses just kind of sharing resources and overhead. They weren't really a real business. And that's and that was what their sticking point was. And they wanted to become a real business. And you know as well as I do, Peter, in your industry specifically, the big um, reward, the you know, the big kind of ego boost is is the person who brings in and sees the individual clients, and they're they're traditionally also you know paid the highest, and so this this firm had a problem. They really needed some structure, some hierarchy, to really get, take their business to the next level. They needed a CEO. And I know a lot of small businesses resist having a hierarchy, but if you want to scale your business, I know small businesses hate to be bureaucratic, but you really need a framework. You need to have an organization chart and you need a CEO to help make the decisions. And so when we got the six partners together, what we worked on first was choosing a CEO of the six of them. And they ended up all agreeing who that was. It became pretty obvious who it should be. And part of the deal was all six of them were going to be paid equal regardless who was bringing in clients or not, which um, I don't want to go too much into weeds, but I, I think, Peter, you can relate. That's a hard thing to do in your industry. It sure certainly is. Yeah. So so they decided to, you know, equal pay for everyone. So, well, you know, long story short is, you know, we from a coaching standpoint, we help them change their business model. We help them put in the structure and then the systems and the leadership to grow their business. And currently they're one of the largest registered investment advisors in Chicago, RIAs in Chicago. Um, two of the six partners have cashed out and moved on and actually retired. And the one managing partner, the CEO is still the, the CEO of that business. So, so very successful, you know, like I said, you know, from a success standpoint, um, we, we helped them with their business model, their systems, their structure, and then their leadership skills. 
another great success story was a, a cleaning service company out in Southern California. They work from roughly LA County all the way down through San Diego County and then over towards uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, they hired me, actually the son hired me of the two owners because they were transitioning. The son was going to take over ownership for his dad and his mother. And so what we initially worked on were developing his leadership and management skills. So he felt comfortable running the company after his parents were gone. Uh, we also worked for a couple of years together. And as we worked together, we also worked on his business model as well. Cleaning services, uh, commercial cleaning services are pretty much a, a commodity business. And so what happens is everything is based on price. And in order for um, new cleaning service companies to kind of get into the market, they were constantly bidding lower and lower. So one of the things we did with, with this company was with their business model is we looked for what's called kind of bluer oceans. Where was you know less competition, less commodities? And we moved into a, a booming market of this clean room services, clean room cleaning services. So clean rooms are used in biotech companies and chip manufacturers. And so I helped him transition his business into a new market that's much more profitable, requires much less labor, and freed up a lot of his time to continue to grow the business. And now they're starting to expand across the country into other clean 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 room cleaning services. So again, and, and one of the interesting points of this was he was a referral. I was working with um, his financial advisor out in Southern California and he's and his, his advisor said, Hey, you need to talk to Kevin. He can help you develop those leadership and management skills. That's, that's just, those are two great stories. Um, it, you know, I, I think it sounds like these business owners recognize that in order to, to, uh, to grow in a way that was going to give them um, a feeling of success, not just financial, but but uh, you know a sense of accomplishment. They needed to invest, and uh, and that's one of the, the that's one of the the great advantages of having uh, a third party come in mm -hmm. and, and and help help with vision and, and help uh, help understand or at least expand the thinking. That, that, that the, the business owner has been typically thinking about for a long, long time. So it just expands the horizon. Uh, uh, and I think back to that, uh, you know, what we do from a comprehensive planning standpoint for, for individuals, uh, we're often doing the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. we're working through that process, uh, coming in as a third, a third party, ob objectively helping them think about alternatives and options and, and, and concepts that right. will help them get to their objectives. Well, I think the other thing, Peter, is, you know, I'm sure a lot of times the clients will come to you with some initial problem, you know, similar to the cleaning service, you know, developing the leaning, you know, leadership and management skills. But then as the financial planning process goes on, your clients evolve and, and their goals, you know, change. And so your, your strategies change and, and similar, like I said, the overlap with the cleaning service company, you know, his goals change. And so, you know, so the strategy changed. Absolutely. And that's one reason why we, I, I so enjoy business, uh, the financial planning business, because I get to work with people over a long period of time, right. oftentimes decades. And uh, you see the growth and the changes in their world. And, and, and it, 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 it's just a wonderful experience working with just fantastic people. And I'm sure you feel the same way. Yep. Yeah. You know, if, if someone is looking for a, a coach, how do they actually go about hiring someone? What, what do they do? What's the, what's the process that they go, should go through? 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I would, I would start, you know, with my peers, you know, uh, who, who your other current advisors are, your, maybe your attorney, um, your CPA, and obviously your financial advisor, like, like I just mentioned, you know, I was a referral to the cleaning service company from a financial advisor. Many of my clients have come to me directly from referrals from you, Peter, which I appreciate. Thank you. So that's, sure. so that's, a, that's a great place to start. The other places, you know, wherever you naturally turn to for education in your industry, whether it's blog posts or podcasts or presentations at conferences, I'm sure some of those people doing those presentations are coaches. Some of those people writing the articles and that type of thing. Like I said, you know, Peter, you mentioned we met where I was doing a presentation. Um, so that's a great place to start. Most coaches, myself included, usually give some version of a free consultation take advantage of that, use that to kind of interview the coach. What you're looking for is a good fit. Are they going to help you get what you're looking for? Is that, does that make sense, Peter? Yeah, perfect. That's, you know, timing is everything. And when I heard you speak, um, I was ready and, uh, and, and I was ready to invest in my business good. And, and in myself. And uh, again, it's been a, it's been, it was a good investment, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Uh, you know, one of the things that we did early on in our relationship is um, you, you helped me work through uh, a strategic plan mm -hmm. uh, and, and you called it and you still call it the one page strategic plan. Correct. And I just think it's a fantastic tool. And, and, and I'm, I'm hoping um, that you'd be willing to come back again and spend uh, and speak to our listeners about that one-page strategic plan to give them a specific uh, idea and concept that they can they can walk away with. I'm hoping you'd be willing to come back again and 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 speak to our listeners and and just and, and show them how this one-page strategic plan works. Uh, so is that something you'd be willing to do for us? I, I would love to, as you mentioned. It's it is a fantastic tool to help you both def define and achieve, you know, your, your long-term vision and goals. That's great. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely have you on again. We'll do, do, we'll have a series of, uh, <laughs> of, of Kevin Boland. I'm so, looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, in, in the meantime, uh, if someone wants to reach you uh, specifically, ask any questions, uh, how do they do that? I would, I would love for them to actually go through you. I want them to reach out to you, Peter. And you provide them with my contact information. You have my, my website, my email. So email's um, the best. Obviously, Renaissance is hard to spell. So I want them to reach out to you. I'm happy to refer them on. And, and then you can connect them to me. How does that sound? Sounds great. That's All perfect. Right. Great. And if someone's trying to, to, uh, to, reach, to reach me, uh, you can head to my, uh, my website at raskinplanning.com or call me directly at 617-728-7433. And Kevin, I, I really look forward to uh, our, our, our next in a series of podcasts on the, on the one-page strategic plan. So thank you for doing this. Thank you. Guys, this is fantastic. I, I love the content, um, just the discussion. Uh, I love hearing those success stories, Kevin. Thank you so much for sharing those. I look forward to you coming back. Thanks for being here today. Thanks. You bet. And Peter, of course, thank you for bringing him on. And, and obviously, uh, it has changed your life, changed your business, uh, engaging a coach and 
And again, just love hearing the success stories and bringing this to your audience. Thank you so much for bringing Kevin on the show today. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Of course. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast with Peter Raskin. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Peter comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks so much for listening today. For everyone at Raskin Planning Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Peter Raskin is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Securities offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker, dealer, member SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Sagemark Consulting, a division of Lincoln Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Affiliates and other fine companies. Raskin Planning Group is not an affiliate of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. You may want to consult a legal or tax advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances.